This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 802. I am Brian Kilby. With me this week, we have Rob. Hey, Rob. Who's muted. He's muted. Because he didn't expect you to call yeah, in first. I know. <laughs> Chris, I'm trying to defy expectations. Okay, that's a problem, though, when some of us mute between our statements and might not be prepared to immediately. Like, if he's playing Dragon Quest or something on the side while he's waiting to be called on. So, Rob, like, what, do you think about, what do you think about Dragon Warrior 4? I love Dragon Warrior 4. <laughs> it, is, yeah. it is one of my all-time favorites. It's a great game. It is. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, diecast. Sorry, sorry I was muted, but I was looking at this uh, Gundam model I was putting together is missing a polycap, which is kind of a problem because now it's uh, I hate when that happens. Diecast. Hey, everybody. Don. Hey, you He's married. Oh, he waves now at the camera if you're watching video where you can see his wedding Showing ring. off that ring. <laughs> sorry, ladies. He's taken. Well, well it's, just, it's, just my, it's just my silicon that I wear at work. Silicone. It's his, it's his everyday ring, not his special occasions ring. It'd be awesome if you had a silicone ring, though. <laughs> it's a um, computer. It's, I'm a computer. Hey, it's hey. a special ring. There are none other like it. That's true. You know, I, I just realized my wedding ring is not on right now, and I have no idea what I did with it. And Matt, who doesn't have a wedding ring. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> so. Soon, though. Yeah, soon. <laughs> so a lot of stuff to talk about that's not news. We'll get to it. Uh, first, I'm going to mention Elf on a Shell Former. So we're going all in on Elf on a Shell Former this year. I want it to be the biggest and best one we've ever done. So if you follow us on Twitter, I've even changed our name for the time being to RFC hashtag Elf on a Shell Former. So we're going to be sharing more photos, more links, uh, more everything to try to you know spread as much love and cheer and joy to kids across the world. So um, one one thing that I guess that means is um, we're going to be mentioning it, you know, on a, just like always on a regular basis through the show. We're going to st- start it off, uh, start off each show. And as we go on, we'll probably be more involved because it's early on in the year or in the season. So I'm not going to like do the hard pitch, but I'm going to get to the hard pitch. So and John just put something in the chat and I think that's awesome that I can't share. <laughs> so our internal chat sorry guys so but uh if you buy something and you put it in the dropbox when that time happens take a photo hashtag elf on a shell former we'll retweet it uh if you find a great deal tag us we'll retweet it we just want to clear the toy aisles of shell forming toys or the or the warehouses and fulfillment centers of shell forming toys and you know get toys out there to kids so love it it's my favorite thing that we do all year so you know just keep an eye on keep an eye out for that so um do we want to talk about tfcon or the hasbro panel first well why don't we do the hasbro panel since we uh you know talked about tfcon before and during pre-show we'll give matt and diecast a chance to uh you know reload themselves so uh thursday three o'clock there was a hasbro media roundtable that they do on occasion. Uh, I was there, Benny, Jeremy from Transmissions, and from TFU Info, several folks, um, basically asking Hasbro questions. They This is different this year, or this not this year, this time. They actually had to submit the questions in advance. 
which had basically a net effect of nothing because uh, because everybody wanted to know the same things uh, for the most part. And we were more or less limited to studio series and legacy. There's other couple of things else that was mentioned. And, you know, the conversation drifts. Uh, the thing that everybody wanted to talk about, and when we put it out there on Twitter, we submitted que- we let people submit questions. 90% of the questions, 70% of the questions about the, the, the yellowing plastic. Hasbro is well aware of it. I think Hasbro would love for this problem to go away. And they said, if you're having an issue, please contact Hasbro's customer care. And that was pretty much where it was left. So, Which means it's not going away anytime soon. Well, what they said, what, what I think it was Evan who said this, he's like, the plastic that we're using in this case hasn't changed since the 1980s. So nobody can understand, nobody understands why this is happening. They admit that it's happening, but nobody has any clue at all, period. So the, the overall type of plastic, you know, like there was more ABS and stuff in the past than, than we mm-hmm. typically use now, but. The, the vinyl, the unpaintable vinyl, nylon, that, nylon. nylon, pardon me, has been, I, I'm thinking about vinyl plate flooring, sorry. The unpaintable, <laughs> I, we're thinking about doing flooring in the basement. The unpaintable nylon has been used for 40 years. So um, I have no idea, but they're, you know, you know, chemistry is chemistry. So get ready for your yellow star sabers. I ugh. God, I hope not. They mentioned those shipping soon. We, we knew it was happening, but they did say they were going out soon. They didn't indicate when. Um, I mean, my question, basically, I, I just said, you know, uh, scrap, scrap heap or scrap hook? My, scrap, hook. Uh, scrap hook. Confusing two toys. So just said, hey, you know, people love scrap hook. We love the look of the toy. Most importantly, as far as generations goes, we love that it's a new character. Will we see any new characters again in the future? Can you guess the answer? Anything's yes. possible. Anything, anything's possible. It was a little more than that. They they want to introduce new characters, but you know they're also constrained. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like the people who are doing this, they're literally artists. They have their own creativity. They want to exercise that wherever they can. Doesn't mean they're going to get the opportunity to whenever they damn well feel like it. Unfortunately, exactly. They're not making all the decisions. No, they're not. Uh, a lot of interesting questions. So, um, gosh, was it wasn't market? might have been Evan again. Uh, but they were talking about how now basically every single tooling has an alternate head. And that's been the case for a while. Yeah. And we never see them sometimes or even know about them. The thing that I loved more than anything that I learned this entire <clears throat> on this call was that uh the Titans Return Sea Spray. Power of the Primes. Power of the Primes, Titans Return. Which Power the, oh no, Titan oh yeah, Titans Return because it has the little space in it yeah. for a Titan Master. Yeah. yeah. Uh Titans Return. The alternate head was a merman from Sea Change. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I mean, like, all at once, what else are they going to put on a sea spray as an alternate? At the same time, though, like, where did anyone think they were ever going to find a way to release that? I, exactly. But it's in there. <laughs> Chris, you'd have enjoyed the, some of the conversation about the toolings and how they work <laughs> and how they try to maximize space and utilize space in them. Right. Um, I don't, I don't know that anybody recorded it. I, it might, there might not have been any new information, but it was new information to me about mm-hmm. like some terminology and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm going through and Ben, Benny, BWTF, it's underscore Ben on Twitter and BWTF.com and, and, and TFU underscore info on Twitter. And of course, TFU.info 
they both uh, did a great job when it came to, and other people did too, all Spark. And but Ben, those were the two that I primarily uh, interacted with during this. They did a great job sort of recapping. So I'm looking at Ben's stuff right now to see if if there's anything that I missed going through this. I am not going to go through the effort of, you know, share t- typing like a madman to get a question out, possibly miss something else for three retweets. Mm-hmm. So, but I did add color throughout. So that was, that was, I felt that was my job during this. Um, there wasn't any, the, the, the big thing, pardon me, the big thing was uh, Ben saying that, uh, was Ben on the design team at one point? He was a designer before, right? Ben um, Montano? No, uh, Ben uh an m current current ben um i think he's always been marketing okay i thought i thought ben like was a, his previous position as far as i'm aware was with magic the gathering and then he went to transformers okay he's, well, he's basically he's in what ben montana's old role basically though isn't he more or um, less um no because i think ben montano was like uh the brand, brand manager management yeah god I don't, the- I don't know that we've had like a lot of direct interaction with brand marketing for transformers before the current era um certainly not in as prominent a role as ben has taken with uh, all the live streams yeah ben does a great job but ben um but ben had stated something and it, it wasn't a, wasn't something out you know or shattering i think he he said that we, we would be very happy watching the 1027 stream which is tomorrow so what time is that uh, five, um, five five eastern five eastern okay. yeah. That's, yeah that's what i was kind of expecting that's just yeah. a marketing tease well yeah yeah but, but like also <laughs> he doesn't want people to be pissed off so he doesn't want to disappoint and he did say specifically to transformer fans be very happy with what was going on no, so should should be very happy should, well yeah you can't yeah, say obviously it. never met a transformers fan yeah, I, 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 mm. I was about to say if he said should <laughs> instead of uh would or will he has met transformers fans yes okay. yeah he has he has yeah Plus, there's no telling what they're going to drop, you know, out of the blue for pre-orders as well. So, yeah. The other thing I remember is recently, um, Mark on Instagram, when he was talking about Needle Nose, said that there might be more to that mold that be revealed on a live stream in the near future. Cool. That's so I do. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so they are, they are going through and the sixth Dinobot for the core class combiner. They said they're drawing from existing fiction for that. It's not paddles. No, and it'll be um, it'll be Cinder Scar. 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 With a I don't K, remember. I, I, I don't. I, I don't. Think. I don't. Um, I think that was introduced in IDW. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't and remember. He specific- was. It was a very small part. Basically, he was killed off before you know they ever made it to Earth. He yeah. did. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't specifically indicate what it was, but he said they were drawing from existing fiction. So we um. Well, I think we had, had the. Sorry. No, go ahead with yours. Oh, I'm pretty sure they have the name Scorn from the movie side of things, don't they? They they uh, do. Well, we yeah. have Scar Core Class Scar on the release list for next year. Ah, uh, okay. And that fits, you know, what we've got going here. Um, prior to that, we thought it was going to be something like um, an update of the Generation Selects MicroMaster cassette guys redos. So it's going to be, you know, Power Master Scar uh, in a new format probably you know the reuse of like frenzy or something but it's uh most likely the dinobot now so the the funny thing is you know 20 years ago 25 years ago when fans were trying to figure out what was hasbro doing what was you know what are they thinking mostly we were college we were college kids you know you had some people who were older like 
I like there's a like we, Phil. Phil, not Phil. <laughs> Specifically thinking of like that guy Weaseltron who was on All Toys Transformers. He was like a he? he was a middle aged college professor. Oh, okay. There was somebody else I knew on ATT around that time too, who yeah. was like in his forties, who had tried to be like a writer for kids' shows at one point or yeah. another. And but yeah. But where I was going was now you have people who are business professionals who in their careers are in the same kind of roles that people at Hasbro are in. Mm-hmm. And they have similar backgrounds and experience. So it's easier for us to infer and extrapolate and explain why Hasbro is doing, you know, what they're doing. Yeah. So like whenever we, whenever they answer a question, it's, it's typically 99% of the time, just things that we've already, you know, figured out ourselves because we have resources and experience and things. So these are fun, but the, the, the challenge is it's just people wanting to know the same thing. And then not willing to answer them, but it's yeah. it's always a fun it's always fun trying to tease information out of them, and it's always fun to talk to Mark. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mar- in in one sense, like I understand why they pick the people they pick to do these things because you know it's established people in the fandom who have their followings, like you know, gets the attention on it. I wish there was you know younger people in the fandom who were in those positions to be called on for this, who would personally get more out of this and possibly have like different directions to come at this I, 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 I agree, honestly agree with that. And I'm yeah. not taking anything away from Evan, but the thing about talking to Evan, it's more, talking to Evan is more like just talking to one of you guys. Mm-hmm. He really is. He's a nerd. I mean, Mark's a nerd too, <laughs> but he's an, I, 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 I'm a nerd. You know, we're nerds. Like he, He's one of us, and he's been part of the fandom you know, in and out of whatever for years. But Mark kind of bucks the mold a little bit. He's a little, he's a little, he's, he's just he brings he's an interesting special. perspective. He's he's, he's special. Unique. Yeah, he's unique. So, any I mean any anything that you guys want to know that they might I I I'm pouring through this. And I'm and there's not a whole lot that we learn from this. I always love having a side conversation with with Ant during this about <laughs> questions that people are asking. We're like, why are you asking this? Yeah, we already know this. <laughs> Did anyone ask about my Bob Bots basketball? Uh, that was not on the table, but Mark would probably would have thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's and that's the thing where like I really regret the absence of something like a bot con where these people are just actually there and you're talking to them face to face and like it might be structured a little bit, but they have more room to go off script or whatever. Like you can get things in like bot bots basketball that you can't really do in this format. Like just having access to them directly for a weekend. Is kind of an irreplaceable thing. Jared in our YouTube chat, and I love people on our YouTube chat. I still look at it, uh, but we're in our Discord all the time. tfradio.net slash Discord. And Jared, of course, is in the Discord. But Jared is like, "Did you record your your reactions?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't. <laughs> I would never be allowed back on if I recorded my <laughs> my reactions to stuff. So I cannot." But it it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Hyper Shout is asking. They did basically confirm Dino King, right? Yes without saying it okay. they're like basically you guys figured it out is what yeah so yeah i mean it's they know we're smart and that there's not really that much to figure out there so i think they can kind of yeah. just like yeah yeah to be honest though it just it kind of feels like a leap that they're willing to say that much compared to the past yeah yeah, yeah. like when yeah. yeah like when john was uh like over that team he, he would never he, he would he would just talk his way around it but yeah, John I mean, was so smart. He he 
John is John is very smart. Never ever slipped up. He was that. No, he's good. a pro. He was really really good at dealing with us. He he yeah. was really good at dealing with us five years ago. Now <laughs> they're now they're Hasbro is much more permissive on what they're letting get out there. Yeah, and you know, I mean, part of that we referenced Ben Montano earlier, who I think left his position with Hasbro uh, in the last year or so. You know, there's been changes internally at Hasbro, and that seems to reflect in you know what the Transformers team and their interactions with us, like what's allowed now versus what it was before. There's I don't know that's a I don't I I think that would be above I think that's an an above Ben level decision. it's, It's one example, but like you know, if the brand manager says I don't want you you know having this level of discourse with the community, they can't. I mean, so like like at at my company, like I don't know that we even have brand managers anymore. But their job was basically to wrangle the product side and the marketing side and the operation side. And that was basically their job. They, the, so I, I kind of, they're, they're kind of like a project manager for the brand, is kind of the way that it worked at my company. Not saying it's the same, mm-hmm. but like I don't, I don't know that, you know, it would be like if Brian was the brand manager, the, the VP or SVP, EVP or whatever of, um, public relations or legal would be the ones telling me that I can or can't say, you know, what, whatever. Brian, do you think it's because there's so much leaking and data mining going on that they're trying to get ahead of some, not particularly, not particularly, not, not, not particularly. I just think it's the fact that the world is changing. So, but not, not directly because of the leaks, but the leaks are a, um, a symptom of just the, the changing world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think a good example would be um, Mark's Instagram. Like, I think, yeah. I think a couple of years ago that they would have just said no. Oh, absolutely. I was they thinking the same no. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those those uh, Mark, Evan, and Sam's Instagram accounts. Like, that is absolutely like sign number one of very very different attitudes within Hasbro at whatever level requires it. But like, yeah, that absolutely would have been declined just so, two years ago. So, and I I will mention. Don't forget. I was, I was in legal hot water with Hasbro over something that they thought that I had leaked, which I maybe had, in pre-show we were talking about how I said, I hate insider information. I don't want people bringing products information to me before it's public. Other than like what JT Prime and that stuff, I love that stuff. But like when it comes to like insider info, I don't want it. I think part of that's informed because I got in legal, <laughs> legal hot water with Hasbro. Over something that happened years before that never saw the light of day. Now Hasbro, I don't think would care. So yeah, I mean, yeah, there's definitely like a fresher perspective at Hasbro on how to interact with the public on this level than there has been at any point. Like the last Transformers team administration, as I generally refer to it for shorthand, like it was a completely different attitude back then than we have in the last year or two. I like it. Yeah, Blade said if John was still there, we'd be asking him to turn things upside down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite memory. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the live stream tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. And I'm uh, my kid's going to be homesick anyway, so I don't have to go to daycare. And uh, so I'll have a chance to watch it without having to be in the car. Nice. Cool. Okay, so TFCon. So... Matt, are you going to tell me what you got now? Or are you going to make me wait till the end of the show? I'm going to make you wait until the end of the show. Okay. 
it wouldn't be proper otherwise. It sounds like Art Fire 2000. Like everybody on Twitter was talking about Art Fire 2000's table. It's not the first time he's been there, but he he did just move from uh, Hawaii earlier this year. So he yeah, can now, he's he can, he's local to Chicago now. He is. And uh yeah, he was able to bring a lot more stuff. And I, and as I pointed out on Twitter, as everybody talked about his stuff, I am far too aware and informed of what his inventory is at any given time. But if you're not, it's very nice to see it in person. Yeah. And stare at it in person and drool a little bit because God, he had some amazing stuff. Yeah. I yeah. So uh like what were the what were the best things that you saw? Uh, like anything. Okay. So the first panel I went to was the one directly after the opening ceremonies. And it was uh Jim Sorensen and Rodden Friedman basically covering what TFN did with the uh the earliest draft found so far with rails yeah stuff like that but if none of you have ever sat through ron friedman panel before it was an experience really how so so uh jim started setting up slides and just wanted to go through the process but ron is just a stream of consciousness like once he starts he will talk for 10 15 minutes, just completely uninterrupted, long, long stretches, but he'll come around to a point at the end. So the looks on Jim's face (laughs) was so priceless. Just every time he'd show a slide and Ron would go off. Super interesting, (laughs) super interesting. Everything he had to say, but the looks on Jim's face, like, oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? (laughs) Oh my God, how long is this panel going to run? It was so funny just that, what that's incredible because i can imagine myself on both sides of that problem i would love to sit in the audience if, with that but if i was organizing that i would be in the same mindset as jim like just ah. Uh, now it did not matter how late we ran because that was the only thing that was planned for friday so about an hour and 10 15 minutes in Jim had made it through the first seven slides and said, okay, that's the end of act one. And there was like an audible <laughs> gasp, an audible gasp from the audience. And one of the best parts was uh, I had, I had uh, got there late because my flight was delayed, but I finally come in and they're, they're talking about the script and Ron Friedman's like, I don't even know how this thing got out there. And, uh, or, the, or the, one of these letters that went out, and Jim Sorensen's like, it was sold in your estate. <laughs> and he was like, I didn't even know I had an estate. <laughs> he was just, oh, uh, he, he was hysterical. Um, and then he was like, those aren't my notes and uh, about killing who to kill. And there was little like written notes on there. Um, but that was another thing that, that was interesting to me. Ron actually made it sound like it was his idea to kill uh Autobots or Decepticons in the movie, and he asked Hasbro, and they were like, "Yeah, go ahead." They were just kind of like, Ron? "Whatever is it, you want." Is it Ron whose book is "I Killed Optimus Prime"? Is that who that? Yes. Yeah, I'm friends with him on Facebook for some reason. I must have friends him a, years ago. He's a super interesting dude to talk to. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he was. It, it, and one of the notes back was because they started killing off even new characters. Hasbro was like, "Wait a minute." You can kill these guys, which was basically all the old characters. 
And he was like, and they were like, leave the new ones alone. Like, don't kill them. Because I think there was one, it might have been a future script where like Blur got smashed in Unicron's chest. Yeah. Um, And, you know, obviously that didn't happen because he was one of the newer characters. So they had to leave him alone. But yeah, at, at some point there was a directive like, wait, 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 you can only kill the old guys. Don't kill any of the new guys. We We did get like at least one bit of information that I don't even think they got at TFN, which was Bumblebee was supposed to die too. He was supposed to like throw himself on a mortar. Oh, wow. Interesting. But yeah, but who it was, was who Matt Bumblebee. Bumblebee, but it was between Jim and Ron. It was kind of like watching two different panels at the same time. That's amazing. <laughs> and like, it was, I, I had to go up to both of them afterwards. I was like, thank you. That was amazing. Cause like everything that both of them were going through, was super super interesting it just they didn't the problem was they didn't get a lot of time together before the panel to go over what they were going to do so because it again on the first night but uh, man I, I wish i was there i haven't seen jim in forever i, I love jim if he's great yeah i got to hang out with him a little bit uh like him in a, a group friday night and that was just a good did you get to did you get to hang out with aaron oh from autopod deceptic uh aaron archer yeah aaron or? archer i did not that's always fun too but um, just for the rest of the weekend, like the dealer room was crazy Saturday because Peter Cullen brought out a crowd. Like it was like for people that were registered, like completely registered. It took like two hours to get through that line to get his autograph. Like, they were they were d- down in the bowels of the hotel, like below the lobby. And but everybody that went that made it through said it was totally worth the experience. Like he's cool. a wonderful person to meet. So uh, yeah, that things like that makes me happy that I could care less if I have somebody's autograph or if I meet them, I don't care. Yeah. But uh, so since not everybody could do that, cause it was, you know, a ticketed event, all the Peter Cullen stuff was, you had to register for that separately. And you had to bring your own stuff. Cause it's not like he was going to, yeah, he know, didn't have, he didn't have anything to sign. You wasn't going to sign your butt cheek or something. But <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's a different ticket you gotta buy. I there think I wrote a fantic a about that. Bra that got signed, but it was not on the person. It was not being worn. Yes, it was not, it was being, not being, worn. being worn. But the dealer room was insane on Saturday. So Art Fire 2000s table was not in the back of the dealer room. It was like a row in, but in that same corner was a guy selling his boxed Japanese collection, like, like just selling off his collection. And he had some pristine stuff. So that corner, you could not get through. What did I he was, have? I, oh God. Uh, big powered oh, stuff, cool, like, okay. stuff like that. Um, big you, you couldn't even get to his table to look at it, but he had a lot of stuff. I th- uh, but that was just a traffic jam in that corner. So Autobot X, I was, I was stuck in that corner for almost an hour. I could not move. I could not get out of the dealer. So uh, Autobot X just in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord, shared a photo of, um, let's see if I can show it, like the line to um, see Peter. I mean, yeah, it definitely looks pretty huge. The thing is, I'm used to long lines at these conventions. Well, yeah, fun pub era and all. Fun paper, but like even like even one of the recent TF cons had lines basically that long. But at Fun Pub, those were line conventions. TF yeah. TF con registration lines move fast though. Yeah, for uh, well, mo- for the most part. Well, you know the Fun Pub bot conventions, they had like church 
volunteers doing the stuff, so they did not move fast. Yeah, but you'd think after a few years of doing that, the church volunteers would have, you know, gotten better at it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so Miguel's also saying, uh, basically affirming Matt's account, that it was impossible to move through the dealer room by 10 to 11 a.m. on Saturday for the amount of people. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but, I mean, we got to hang out with a lot of cool people over the weekend. We got to hang out with Miguel, Eric, um, the entirety of the Autopod Decepticast, everybody from Transmissions. God, who else was there? <laughs> So many people. So many people. Jim Sorensen, Gogo, Andy Robo, Sam's Forge. Just like all sorts of awesome people. I love going. So I don't, like I said, I don't care if I meet like celebrities, Peter Cohen, Frank Wilber. I just, just not something that I, that matters to me. I do love listening to hear them speak like in panels and such. Mm -hmm. I do love meeting other fans, especially people that I interact with all the time. But the thing is what I wish is I wish that I wasn't such an introvert because Man, I'm going to go to the convention and I'm going to hang out with you. And I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> that's, my, that's my problem. Like Diecast, I love Diecast. My kids love Diecast. Diecast will come over here and we'll have all these plans and he'll sit down and he'll be looking at toys and I'll be looking at toys. <laughs> and like, I, I just, I just don't say anything. That's just, that's just how I am. But yeah, we got to talk to uh, Dan. Oprod was there. I finally got to meet Lauren oh, in person cool. from awesome. our old Google Hangout. Uh, Turbo Blue Streak <sighs> to him. Missed just those like always. Wow, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but Boomer yes. was there. I saw Boomer. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. I I wouldn't know Boomer if I saw him. I may have run into him. I just don't know. He pulled down his mask. Thankfully, he was wearing a mask. So he's like, hey, it's Boomer. And then once he pulled down the mask, I realized I'd love him. to meet him. I would love to meet him in person. Yeah. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. He is. God, uh, I'm the- jealous of his collection, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> jealous of his job. I miss radio so bad. The other thing that happened that kind of broke uh, the Transformer forums for a little bit, from what I understand is uh the third party panel and the third party panel which i did not go to i did not see uh because it's all from what i understand uh the fantasy model which is just ultra magnus a fan's toys ultra magnus and uh they said it was a model kit so we were thinking it didn't transform and then the next day i i guess because of the uh discrepancy Fans Toys released uh, the renders of it in vehicle mode. So now I don't know if it's just another name they're using because it's one of those characters where you probably don't want to, uh, you know, upset Hasbro and Takar Tomy, especially because it's it's basically an Optimus that's wearing armor. So, you know, they can repaint it as Optimus Prime. Um maybe do a couple you know remolds um so yeah, what's I the contra- what's the controversy i mean i, I heard don't people say- know if it's a model kit or not okay um, so i yeah, thought fans toys went by a different name it's like fantasy model or something and fantasy everybody lost model. their mind and someone said uh the person in the panel from what i understand said it was a model kit uh so it kind of okay it kind of all got confused but it does transform it does transform i it mean does you transform. Know, at the most at the most basic level Every toy we have started life as a model kit. Yeah. It's just, you know, well, that's someone the else funny assembled thing. it for us. Yeah, that's the yeah. funny thing I said. I was like, maybe this is way of fans toys just, you know, eliminating the assembly process. But fans, toys, them do it. fans toys has so much die cast metal in them still, right? 
but yeah. it's weird. It would be a model kit if it was had a lot of die cast. Yeah, well, I've seen I've seen model kits with die cast metal in them. It's it's not impossible. Yeah, I mean, to Chris's point, I mean, it has to be assembled at some right, point. Yeah. yeah, it's just a question of whether you know the average consumer can be expected to be able to assemble it correctly. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if, if as long as it, I mean, honestly, they could save money by most likely by just packing the toy on sprues uh, with really nice clippers and give you the appropriate screwdriver. It would probably cost less in the long run. Yeah, as long as you engineer it where it doesn't need like pins or rivets run through yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. What else? What else? What else happened? What else did you see in the third party panel? Anything cool? Uh, Neither of us actually went. Oh. Yeah. So the third party panel used to be like the big deal at TFCOM, but it's like nobody cares anymore. I'm well, like, I, mean, I know the, it's going to be up on, on the website. Yeah. Or, you know, and, there's going to be photos of it everywhere in like 10 seconds. And almost everything has been done at this point. Like in the past, yeah. those, at those, it's like, oh my God, they're finally doing Dino King or oh my God, somebody's doing Deathsaurus. It's all been done. So, like, what's left? Rescue Roy. Rescue Roy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the attendance <laughs> for the panel was actually like. Like, I didn't even go anywhere near the dealer room, so it may have been full. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, like, the third party space has just shrunk so much from five years ago. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of volume of product, but there's so much fewer groups doing it, and they're pretty much doing their own, you know, publicity machine all year long. Like, nobody holds yeah. information back really for uh, TFCon third party panel anymore, like they used to. Yeah. What else? What else happened? Anything well, else? Uh, so diecast flight got delayed. So I got to check in for me and then check in for him too. Oh, funny. And he, he got the premium line. So I had to check in for myself upstairs with the, the <laughs> weekend pass and then go stand downstairs for an hour because the, the premium pass, like whenever you, whenever you check in, you go straight into the, uh, to the exclusives room and they let two people in at a time. Like, um, like, like they get their, they get their thing scanned, they get their wristband and then they get to shop. And when those two people come out, two more people get to go in. So, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, let's see here. What about, so we talked about the, the room. We talked about the, <laughs> I'm not going to go into that thing. I almost said something I shouldn't have. No, uh, <laughs> we, we did. We did get to hang out with a lot of cool people like, uh, Diecast and I, and our friend Marcus got to hang out with, uh, Daryl, Jeremy and Charles from the transmissions. And we did, uh, like Saturday night, we just did room to room parties. Just cool. bounce it all. Over, it sounds, sounds like all a convention. I don't. I don't think I've ever it's met Daryl. Um, what about um, but the, the podcast panel diecast? I got to listen to that. There was only one at the end of the convention, right? They didn't have yeah. an opener. Correct. Yeah. You know, it's the samey samey thing that we do every con. So, well, this is the samey samey thing we do every week. I mean, that's just podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that exciting. <laughs> we talk about the show. We. It's, you know, yeah, that's the ourselves. that's the value I see in the podcaster panel. It's it's a chance for fans to talk to other fans about the about mm-hmm. the convention itself. Yeah. I think that's sort of the that's sort of what it's settled into. Like the my my only my only thing with the podcast panel, it's always awkward because you have people who aren't used to talking to each other every single week trying to have a podcast and it just it just doesn't necessarily work out. It helps. It helps that we spent a whole lot of time with most of these guys this weekend. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And then um, there was one other awesome thing that I want to talk about, but it kind of ties in with the new, the first article in the news. Let's jump jump to it. Let's jump to it. I think we're done. What's the, what's the new, what's the first article in the news diecast? Why don't you tell us a Robosyn Optimus prime, smaller elite version 
Now, Robosin was actually, they had a, a they were there. They had, That's they were cool. there. they had a table out there and th- those guys were awesome. I talked to them a couple times throughout the weekend and this elite version is a, you know, they 20% smaller, right? 20% smaller. They, they refined it a little bit. So it's, it, it's a little smaller, a little cheaper uh, for them to produce um, a little, you know, parts count isn't as high. I think the servo count is still roughly the same. It better be the same. That's the that's the important part. Uh, yeah. At the link we have in the show notes, uh, the product page, and there's a table that basically goes over all the specs like that. So uh, it still has 43 command words. The max usage time on the Elite One is about half of the original one, so it has the lower Smaller battery, battery. as you would expect. Um, server motor quantity is the same. It weighs about uh, uh, only two thirds what the original did. Uh, so the original was 99 ounces. This is 67. Um, this has lighter weight servo motors in it, uh, which probably also means that they're not quite as powerful, but they don't really need to have a ton of torque on them for most operations. And they so, don't need to be as powerful because it's got less mass. Yeah, that too. Um, but like for from what I'm seeing on this, all the like essential functional elements of it is the same as the big one. It's just smaller and priced about $50 less than the, the full-size one started out at. And then uh, the first one, which I guess you could call that the collector's edition. They're calling it flagship Optimus Prime. Flagship or, yeah, or collector's, flagship edition. Or collector's edition. That is not going to be made anymore. So whatever out is out there is is that's it that's it yeah so that actually prompted me <laughs> to buy it to buy one so <laughs> that is one of the things I bought it's it's too big I don't not, I, well not the, only the one that. they had the one they had on display is super impressive though like yeah like I didn't realize it could do as much stuff to did I actually got to see it play air guitar for a while. Yeah, but you bought you bought the flagship. You bought the big one, right? I the bought the big one. one. I bought the flagship. Um, when I actually bought it from TF Source, um, because I didn't have any room to take it on the airplane home, so it it got here yesterday. It got here super quick. It shipped from PA, so I just happened to lock out that it shipped from the same state that I live in. Um, and. One of the other reasons I got it is they're coming out with a, a stand for it that has speakers. It has cool. a plug-in. It'll integrate with Alexa. There's a whole bunch more functionality it's going to have, and you can just display it on that stand, so that way you don't have to put it in truck mode and put it in a box, um, which is what you basically do now so you're going to be able to display the and the stand is awesome and just having that alexa integration i think it's going to be even better it looks so it looks so nice but in 20 years it's not going to work i didn't realize in uh you're not going to work in 20 years either brian in 20 years i'll be 63 i won't even be retired i'll still be buying transformers and it's going to be on my shelf and it'll power on for about 30 seconds before it stops it's going to be awesome. It's so awesome. I, I I just it was one of those things I passed on and I was like I want the I want the flagship. I want the collector's edition. They're going to be gone soon. It's going to have this awesome stand coming out that's going to add additional features onto it. 
if I, I hadn't didn't even bought the, know it works as a remote control car. Like I didn't even realize oh yeah, it does. that. If I hadn't bought the T9 and was tired of it after about 20 minutes playing with it, I might've picked it up, but yeah. having bu- bought the, the initial Robosin robot, I just can't, I just, eh. I have no regrets, uh, finally picking it up. The only regret I have is that, uh, I thought Hasbro, Hasbro pulse was sold out of them. Um, and it's actually $50 cheaper on Hasbro Pulse's website than I paid mm-hmm. on TF Source. Womp, womp. But that's, that's fine, though. It's $200 more if you bought it directly from RoboSend. So. Exactly. And uh, it shipped fast. And, you know, I got it. And it's, if it had a replaceable battery, I would be there. Maybe. I'm sure yeah. you might be able to replace could, the battery. I'm certain, I mean. I'm certain that I could take it apart and yeah. replace the cells myself. Right. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to change the I don't want to change the water, you know, pump in my car either. I can, I have. I don't want to. Uh, I wouldn't want to in a modern car. Like give me a car from the 80s, yeah, I'll get under there and start taking it apart, but yeah. Not anything modern. Yeah. I just think I just think uh at least for me it was the it was the right time to pull the trigger and I'm so so happy I did and I can't wait for that stand to come out. You can't wait to get the the elite one either go with it so they can fight <laughs> no no there is rumors they're doing more transformers uh figures so he may have someone to fight with soon i really hope Damn that it. this elite one is just like the precursor to a robocent ultra magnus with a motorized trailer that turns into moving power oh god <laughs> like i'm trying to think what character would make me buy it maybe a galvatron maybe probably not even that I, I don't know what I I don't know what what would force me to do it. I mean, I'll, I'll speak up on Don's behalf here. We need a Robosin uh, hot rod that you know does the shoulder spin transformation <gasps> correctly. Oh, would you that, consider that? that? That would be nice. Uh, I would hate oh, God. It to be. I would hate for it to be oh. that kind of price point. But I mean, that that would work for the way the the way the mechanisms are. That simple like spin would probably be one of the easiest things they could do. Yeah. I also would see like a G1 Bumblebee being on the table. Yeah. Because uh, that's that's a transformation pattern that would work for something moving under its own balance and power. And it's something a lot smaller that they could make. Yeah. Yeah. So it would only be like $550 mm-hmm. instead of 700 Actually, yeah, I don't know how much smaller they can make it and still have it work. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be able to have like the, you know, 40 something motors that uh, an Optimus has, but, you know, yeah. have, it would have a decent number and still be able to do a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm okay. almost thinking that they're gonna do something to fight with Optimus Prime, like a Megatron, but they wouldn't be able to have it. You it know, have to be a tank. Yeah, it would have to be a tank or something. Which would be a more fun toy, anyway. Yeah, yeah, especially with all the functionality that with the, yeah, with the remote control in. functionality, and yep. if it had like a dart launcher or something for the main cannon, like you could have some fun with that thing. In in yeah, Turbo I mean, and, you know, you. You could also tie in, heck, if nothing else, for a Megatron tank, you could use Nerf darts, and you would get sales off your Nerf brand for refills. Before we move off of this, I just like the one RoboSend thing I would like to see exist. I don't necessarily want to own it, but one thing I'd like to see exist in this you know, play pattern system would be a Power Rangers Mighty Morphin Megazord, where sure. you know, the, you'd be able to have like the Tyrannosaurus walk in the Sabertooth Tiger and Triceratops roll along, but more importantly, like when you combine them, it can stand up and transform from the tank mode into the Megazord mode by itself. Like it would just 
there'd be a logistics to work out with that still, but like that's the kind of expression of this I see like resonating with the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So diecast, we good? Yeah. Anything? Okay. So moving next item in the news, uh, we have uh, photos of Wave Six uh, stock photos of uh, reaction toys, including the Unicron prototype, and I've already ordered it. <laughs> it sold out before I could get to it. Yeah, I, I did that on my uh, morning break when Diecast posted that on Twitter. I, I went to BBTS and got it and the uh, Quinnison. Because that look good next to my Unicron. I want it so bad. You can taste it. <laughs> yeah, it drives you mad to see it wasted. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> I hunger. Oh uh, yeah, I, I need it, and I want a, I want it upscaled. I I want somebody to take it, knock it off, and upscale it to about twenty four <laughs> inches. Please, I need it. Uh, the other stuff looks nice too, but I'm not going. I'm not buying. I'm just buying this. I might. I'll probably buy two. Yeah, yeah I still wish they would do a, like a coffee table art book. Because, I mean, that art on this, a lot of those cards. They'd sell one, for sure. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It, it just, I would like to have all their, you know, I'd like to, like to see that. The, uh, oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Nobody's going to say anything. No, I think he's telling you to just move on. He's, he's, he lost his steam. Oh, I get yeah, it done. My, my, astro, my astro train of thought derailed. I need caffeine, too. I just, I already had two energy drinks, and I need, I hunger, I need more. Uh, okay, so that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about with that one. Uh, let's see here. There is a, is this uh, Mark behind the scenes on Leo Prime? Oh, an interesting thing that they said uh, in respect to why he's Leo Prime and they don't call him Leo Convoy. Apparently, Convoy now in Japan is J- Japanese copyright and trademark is different than the US. That seems to be copyrighted, trademarked by another company. Uh-huh. So they use it sparingly or not, not at all, the Convoy mm-hmm. name. So, uh, pretty much any time something like this comes into the U.S., it's going to be a prime. And in Japan now, they're primes, except for except for maybe G1 is still convoy. Sometimes, sometimes it's not. So, or maybe it's not. Is there, are there instances when it's not convoy? Um, I mean, there can be, but a lot of times when it's the G1 character specifically, they will still try to go for convoy on that. Yeah, it may be grandfathered. I have no idea. Like they they didn't know how it worked, and I certainly don't. But uh, anytime something like this happens now, it's um, in the U.S. It's certainly Prime and not Convoy. Mm-hmm. I think it makes more sense for you know kids anyway to see they're going to be like Leo Convoy. What's that? But then they see Leo Prime, and they're like, "Oh, that does look like Optimus Prime. I'll take it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but the photos look nice. I I know some people don't care for it. I like it. I'm going to get it. Oh, uh, let's see here. I didn't see this. Chris added this something. I've, uh, this is an official G1. You'll have to scroll down the page a little bit to get to that poster. The Power Rangers one they have on there too is pretty cool. By Mark Levy. I think Mark Levy, Levy, Levy. the one who did the Power Rangers. Okay. Danny Schlitz does the Optimus Prime poster. Yeah. So is this like a fine art gallery that we're looking at? What is What is the... I don't know if it's a fine art gallery, but it's nice art. Yeah. Let me show it. Uh, it's more art gallery, which I believe is in the UK, but you know, you can order it. That Power Rangers really. poster is pretty sweet. I'm not a yeah, Power Rangers is. fan. It is. it is really nice. The Optimus Prime poster is great too, but that, yeah. that uh, Power Rangers poster is, is choice. Cool. Okay. Uh, 
That's it for the news. Let's jump to what we got this week. Who wants to go first? Don just raised his hand. Oh, no, Brian. I just I don't have anything this week. I just one thing I want to bring up for news that they <laughs> an, they announced a re, reissue of Siege Jetfire. Yeah, that's true. And, and uh, yeah, uh, that's we, not the first. Um, we knew that was coming through Hasbro Asia already. Uh, but this week is the first we had confirmation that U.S. retailers were also going to have access to supply that. Yeah. Right. And I'm hoping maybe Hasbro Pulse will get some more Shatterglass jet fires up. Uh, unlikely. If, yeah. It's just a, a lot of people. I have one, but I know a lot of people missed their chance on that. So I was hoping I just wanted to bring that because anyone didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, Don. No, that's a good point. That that popped up and it completely escaped I, me because I not I already have it. I don't need it. I believe there is a small list of reissued toys. Skylinks, I believe, was on it. Yeah, I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but yeah. um, Skyfire is probably the most notable one uh, since you know Siege was a few years ago now, and uh, yellowing plastic is the thing. Yeah. Did I yeah. hear about another run of Black Zarek, or is my brain just making things up? I don't remember Black Zarek being on the list, but it could be. I, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I cannot confirm. It was nothing I didn't already have, or, or if it was, it was something I didn't want. So, like, I don't I feel like they need another run of Black Zarek since they're like, still sitting there. Yeah, it's readily available on Amazon right now. For instance, tfradio.net slash Amazon. Yeah, that's probably that's probably where my, where I got it. That I saw that it was still available. And went, oh, that must be it. Yeah, Hyper Shout that does uh does bring up the most inexplicable one, which is the uh, Ultra B Bumblebee combiner from Robots in Disguise. Yeah, that's right. That was there. <laughs> I guess it was popular. I mean, just because the stuff is available being reissued doesn't necessarily mean it's you know meant for the U.S. specifically. There could be other parts of the world where it makes more sense. Exactly. I can't. I can't think off of the top of my head what part of the world that would be, but I'm sure it's out there. Cool. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll so, go. yeah, go ahead. So, Brian knows about this. Uh, the first thing I got was a <laughs> shipping container. A shipping container. Oh, nice. Because uh, it was cheaper than a shed. Um, and this I can put all my uh, stuff from TFCon in. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I got I, a bunch. I, when you, you sent me that text yesterday or today, I, I can't remember. Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh God, times. Yeah, yesterday. So I, I meant to. We I meant to take it to Kim to show it off to her, but um, I didn't get to. I, I I just I want her reaction on on that. Yeah, I yeah. love it. And then uh, one of the things I got, Don got this a week or two ago. Uh, I got the Skyfire from uh, New, New Age. Age. Yeah. yeah, and he's even got diecast in him. So you gotta love this guy. Uh, he, I think he's great. He looks the part. Um, Did you get one, yours before the before the price weirdness happened? I cast. Well, I import, so I don't get. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because the way I understand, apparently New Age was not happy with some of the retailers selling that as cheap as they were, and uh, basically it was a forty dollar price jump across the board at most all the retailers carrying it. So it went from like. I I had it on order at Show Z for eighty nine, and it was up to one nineteen or one twenty nine. Well, at TFCon, all the sellers that had this were selling it for a hundred and seventy dollars. Ouch! Wow! Which is like, yeah, I don't know if because they can. Is it there early or? 
You don't I mean, go to conventions to pay convention less for things. Tax, yeah, yeah, but tax. I mean, it's so weird because now you can get Siege Jetfire for about half of that. That's not Siege more. Jetfire, though. People who collect, I, I mean, I know. Like, I mean, some people are completists about third party stuff. Oh, I yeah. know, I know. It's just the whole thing was weird that it was just like overnight, it was like everybody jumped the price on that. And even the cheapest places now are still around 139 uh, if they're even in stock. Cool. Yeah. And what else? then today I got uh, the Magic Square Optimus Prime 2.0. So what's different about it? Because it looks the same to me. Right? It's yeah. a completely different mold. Yeah. You it looks look, the same to me. It, it's not. Um, it's all plastic. So it's very light. On uh, And I heard a lot of people complaining about it. But I got to say. It's just an awesome Optimus Prime. It's it's really good. It's super poseable. Uh, it even has the Matrix in the chest. I mean, it, it's just it's good. Like so there's like the, is the transformation engineering it, it different. Does, it does. I can tell oh, a difference. Yeah. I can tell a difference from behind and such. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's totally different. Trans. It, it's totally new. Um, the only thing I, I'm personally upset about is the smokestacks had this uh this weird sprue mark on the front which kind of messes up the look um on both smokestacks but other than that like he's he's probably the best looking optimus prime that i have quick question um, yeah if it's on the front on both sides is there any possibility that those are actually supposed to be on the other sides and it was misassembled uh I can't imagine. No, no, because they're hinged. They also hinge out. Oh, okay. Okay, just curious. I was going to say, those those parts shouldn't be handed. They should be, I would think that they would be the same, you know, for each. Because when they came out, Brian, that that was one of the few third party you made an exception on was to get. I bought it. I got one cheap from Diecast is the reason I got it. Oh, okay. To me, it looks so much better than that one. Well, see, I got both of them. I got the transform element and I got that the uh, the new one because it was a they both were a better looking alternative to mp44 mm, i had them both i for i, I think mp44 looks a lot better and i got probably not, I, it's probably not more fun to handle now is it, it is not more fun to handle and it <laughs> costs a lot more yeah but it looks better i liked uh transform element as my prime of choice uh but as far as looks uh this this tops it Cool. It's, I mean, that does look really good. I like yeah. that it's flat plastic, so it looks like a toy. Yeah. Also, it also looks like you know a three D animation model. Yeah, it's nice looking. Yeah, and that was sold at the show. I think they were going for about one hundred and seventy. So same price as that, you know, Legend Scale Jetfire Skyfire. Uh, so yeah, prices are prices are weird sometimes. Um, the the other thing that keeps happening right now, probably to everyone is every day I'm getting an email from Hasbro like, oh, your payment was successful. Your payment was successful. (laughs) So I got a ton (laughs) of stuff coming. Uh, But today Mm -hmm. I got Flame War. Uh, And I like her. I mean, I I, that's why I picked her up is the the paint is beautiful on it. I think that red, uh, you know, axe looking uh, figure, they're calling it Fire Glide. I think that's really cool to have a red axe uh, with her. She's she's nice. Um, obviously, didn't take her out of the box, but you know she's pretty cool. I did. You got it out of the bo- you got her out of the box. Yeah, 
the uh, yeah, because I think most of their stuff is shipping from Georgia now. So you probably did you get Austell, it Georgia before I got it today? Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff on the way. I had a couple okay, other so, things. So, so Brian, since you handled it, but that mold does not have the best reputation around. How does that feel compared to the other instances so far? It's about the same. Um, I actually I was expecting it to be worse, and mm-hmm. I saw somebody online saying that the waist was an issue for them. My the weight is the waist is actually a little too tight, hmm. which is not a bad thing. Yeah, it it doesn't doesn't feel like it's going to break. So the joints and everything are pretty good. That's good. So and it for looks fantastic. Cost, I would hope that would be a better instance of the mold. And it, yeah, and it looks fantastic. What else diecast? And then all the stuff I got at TFCon which I don't have to show off for the camera, but you got Hank had, Megatron. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I got two versions oh, nice. of that one in the box and one out of the box, which was my last show purchase. That was basically all silver and black. Uh, so that I got to display it in uh, gun mode in my, you know, pile of stuff on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we also got the rainmaker seekers. Uh, well, there was the sunstorm that I didn't From like the Make colors, Toys, right? Yeah, in the oh, promo, yeah. in the promo f- uh, photos, but in person it looked a lot better. And I was like, "That's that's got to be my sunstorm," because I don't think I have a masterpiece sunstorm unless Hasbro released one at one Hasbro, time. They did. They did. It was very yellow. Yeah, with a so, gold head for some reason. Yeah, so I have that somewhere. Um, but I don't have it. I don't have assets I, for them either. Yeah, I got I, all I was three seekers. I was tempted by that, but I kind of wanted that weird, the ion storm. Maybe I do have acid storm. It was that weird, light purple lavender, similar to what Brian's shirt is. I really wanted that, but it's like, I do not want to fall down the seeker rabbit hole again. That's the one of the ones I picked up yeah. while I was there because they had that one. They had that one, the blue one. The only one they didn't have is the green one, which I'm assuming is like an acid storm. Uh, there was only 300 of them. I was talking to Kurt from TF Source, and he said there was only 300 of those because I was trying to get him like, hey, do you want to sell that display at the end of the day? And he's like, nah, that's the only one we have. <laughs> um, but he said, you know, hopefully they'll do a reissue of that one because I said, yeah, I didn't buy that one because I didn't even know if Make Toys was con- going to continue making the, the jets. So I didn't want to go in and then, you know, be missing a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I also bought that Delta Magnus just because Get Right Robot, Jason at Get Right Robot did the you know design for that and just did a phenomenal job. And he he's a friend, so um, that's why I, I originally wasn't going to get it, but then I saw it in the display and talking to him, and I was like, yeah, just, so just real quick in, in the t- in the YouTube chat, Lord Megatron said, "Thank you, Diecast, for being awesome at TFCon." Made the first TFCon experience worthwhile. Oh, nice. Yeah, there was a bunch of people that came up to me. Thank you, guys. Um, it was nice seeing everyone, even if it was only for a couple minutes, because, you know, I first saw a couple people like first thing in the morning and I was like, I got to I got to see what's here. I got to keep going around like I didn't want to stop and talk, um, but I appreciate everyone saying hi and, you know, saying that they like the show. Um, did but Matt? Did people talk? They love Don. Yeah, yeah, I bet they did. <laughs> people do tell us how much they love Don. Did, yeah. Matt, how many people stopped and 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 uh, tried to chide you for how we treat Don? 
nobody this time. This which time. Was the first TFCon in a while. I, I that was nice. <laughs> they must not have been paying attention lately. <laughs> yeah. Usually there's like a firm like rebuke. You need you guys need to treat Don better. Yes, we do. We <laughs> treat Don better. Sitting at the bar in Baltimore, somebody just walks up to me cold and goes, "You guys need to be nicer to Don." I was like, "I will pass that along. You are not. You're not wrong. I'll pass it along." <laughs> yeah, I, I also have gotten those requests, but not this time. Um, so I guess we're being better to Don. I think so. <laughs> I haven't gotten that in a while. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, it was just. Uh, what else did I get? I got those um, G2 uh, Dinobots from Grimlockimus because I really, that G2 swoop was the one that got me. And I was the like, Power of the Primes mold. Yeah, it was the Power of the Primes molds. Um, but just the coloring on that thing was beautiful. Uh, and I had to get it. Uh, and trying to think, I got the Steel Jaw, the one to one cassette that MMC does. Uh, that is amazing. Um, you say one to one cassette? Is it like cassette size, like the Ocular Max Jaguar? Yeah, the Ocular Max Jaguar. Yeah, okay, exactly. So it's Steel Jaw instead of Jaguar. Um, really cool. The box actually is Blaster's chest. Matt's pointing at Galactus. Folds down. Yeah, Galactus is beautiful. I didn't open mine yet, but uh, when did that Nova come out? Or was that included with the? That yeah, was included with Clark. Okay, Mike, I don't remember that. Okay, that's that's why I don't remember it. But yeah, that's that's pretty much everything. I mean, if you go to my Twitter at Diecast, I've retweeted it from like my account and the TF Radio account. Oh, so it's on the TF Radio account also. Yeah, um, yeah. If you want to see what I got, actually, I think TF you were, I think you beat me to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's there. But yeah, uh, that's it. Cool. Who wants to go next? Matt, you got Unicron. You got Galactus. I mean. So yeah, okay. same thing. Okay, so yes, I got the Haslab Doctor Doom head. <laughs> That's a big head, and the Galactus that comes with it. <laughs> What's the point of the head? It's like out of a one-shot comic thing. Did Doctor Doom become Galactus? He he siphoned off the powers of Galactus. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's that's what the head is about. Okay. Um, I per- personally think that every project should have an an unlockable Doom head tier, but hmm. It is amazing. So um, Galactus is freaking outstanding. Like it is absolutely gorgeous to look at. And he comes with three of his heralds. He comes with uh, Morg, Nova, and a Silver Surfer. Uh, so Silver Surfer and Nova both have the. Kind oh, of it came with a Silver Surfer. Stands. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. They both have kind of uh, flight stands, which you can kind of see there where they. So Silver Surfer is connected to Galactus somehow. And I'm so is Nova. Stop shutting up. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll shut up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the Silver Surfer flight stand fits over the hand a l- much better than the uh, fire stand for Nova does. Like it, it's just kind of balanced there more than anything. My favorite but, New Gods characters. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just going to shut up. I apologize. I'm being a dick. I don't know who Morg is, but I figured they would include like Terex or something. Well, we Didn't already be, have we already yeah, have a Terex. He was a build yeah. figure. And it's getting re-released with a figure of Galactus's very first herald, the Fallen One. Is there an ultimate nullifier? No. <sighs> there's that's, not. Uh, Brian, there, there's called... a couple different face plates and a Doctor Doom head. And that's still pretty sweet. Yeah, the ultimate nullifier. Or... Is called, the ultimate nullifier is called gravity when it falls off the shelf. Yeah, that's true. So uh... Uh, apparently, with this thing, they learned from the Sentinel, and this thing has ratchets everywhere, and they awesome. are solid. Like he, it's he beautiful too, man. Anywhere. 
And for those with the benefit of a camera for a size comparison, scale comparison. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's a good two thirds. He's a good he's, almost he half a game. Chest and, he is chest the, and head above the arc. The, yeah. the arc comes up to the bottom of his breastplate. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Matt, did you get a smaller arc? It doesn't look that big. <laughs> that big. Well, it's because it's behind me. The arc I, is the arc is a smaller type. Well, well, no, that no, that's actually the the, the uh, titanium arc that he has there for. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> but this is when you're like, there you go. There's Black Eric. That was four hundred dollars, <laughs> and they want three fifty for the the hell uh, charger. Yeah, the hell charger. Like I, I heard this morning it picked up a whole two backers overnight. It's at forty eight seventy three right now. I did back it. Yeah, I, I, there's no risk of me losing that money. So you yeah. were one of the two people that backed it. No, Probably. no, no. It, 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 it netted two people. Gross. It was like I. There's probably a bunch of people that backed it and a bunch of people that didn't. But again, Diecast, look at how much electronics and wiring is in that. That Galactus doesn't have. Galactus has electronics. Galactus his eyes is light like, up. His chest oh, lights up. Oh, very. Wow. Yeah, it's I very, have not put batteries in it. I probably never I did, will. I, I photos are on Twitter. That. It looks great. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know that. Sorry. I thought it was just all light piping and stuff. That's yeah. a, that would be substantial light piping. I mean, the Doomhead yeah. doesn't have any electronics in it. If that no, the Doomhead does not. That that's that's some crap right there. You know, <laughs> Doom Doom deserves better. But his eyes look amazing. Like the up close look on doom's eyes they're perfect yeah they're really nice square pupils and all it's it's amazing all right so moving on from galactus i got bomb burst today and he is a fun little toy uh there's not really much to him you just like turn it turn him around at the waist fold his legs over and fold out the jet cockpit the arms do not plug in anywhere which is kind of disappointing but i mean he's he's fine for a core class yeah, it's just as good as some of these core class figures are with the transformations at the smaller level, not having just pins to plug in his arms is just kind of like the, yeah, they just they just kind of hang out as now I wish like they would have done bomb burst and skull grand and us like a sub marauder all at the same yeah. size class because they like they're a trio. But I mean, for for a core class, he's pretty good. Yeah, I, I want my Master Force trio all to match and be good toys. Yeah, I said they should all have been deluxes, but you no just... core class, not deluxes. Core class. We saw what happened with uh, Deluxe Skullgrin. That's not good. We need something better, when that means it needs to be smaller. So at least if it's you know just the same, it's smaller and doesn't feel as bad for being a deluxe. Yeah, cool. I have strong opinions. What <laughs> else? <laughs> all cool. right, move, moving on to my TFCon hall. I only got three things. So I got Nucleon Quest Super Convoy. Nice. You got that from Miguel, right? Yes, I got it from that little prick Miguel who caught me coming (laughs) at it, coming out of the panel. Got a good price? Yeah, not bad. Um, That's not that's not the surprise though, because I knew you had it, and I also have um, it, so it's not something I don't have. There was there was (laughs) a cheaper one on the floor, but it had repro labels, and Mm, yeah, I would, I'm, I'd rather pay the the extra little bit of extra money for it but 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 you got something that i don't have and i'm going to be intensely jealous yeah he'll get to that yes i'm i'm going to you know show you that one last okay um i'm going to talk about super convoy a little bit more since you interrupted me make it drag (laughs) it out a little bit longer so it does have a little bit of chrome wear on the bumper which is not a big deal yeah Uh, who cares 
It has a couple little uh, specs on the faceplate too. But other than that, like the all the the guns and the power master and everything are still sealed in the package. Ooh, oh wow! The nice. stickers are unapplied. I think there's there's one loose. It's so pretty. It is so gorgeous. Pretty. It's a great it's a great subversion of the Black Optimus Prime trope. Mm-hmm. And the the best thing I bought is everything I bought is opened, so I can take it out and play with it. Yeah. Yay! Nice. Then I got Super Link Shockwave. Yeah. Awesome. Yay! All right. So so now I have all the decos of that. So my fleet is complete. It's complete. I love and that version. The last thing I got, I've been taunting Kilby since Saturday. I told him I, I can't bought wait. something, something Japanese, something from Artfire's table, something that he doesn't have. And I got a MicroMaster Six combiner. I got six liner. Nice. Oh Neat wow! Out. I got the reissue, but I don't have yeah. the vintage. That is yeah. a nice box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's got some box damage and stuff here. Like there's some tape, but and you know, it's got like foxing around all the edges and everything. It. I'm fine with that because I got it for a pretty darn good price too. And uh, I think he was selling it for $300 ish. Nice. Well, I mean, on his website, on the site, I'm pretty sure it was about 300 that and land cross run for about the same on. He did not not have land cross there or he sold it. I didn't see it at either rate, but he had this and six turbo and six builder. And they were a little bit, a little bit more expensive than this, but still not like they were around $300. I got this one cheaper, but like the colors on all these things are good. There's not really any yellow. It's here. gorgeous. I'm jealous. He's complete. And yeah, I never thought I would have anything from return of convoy for a decent price. So yeah, I'm super happy with this one. Yeah. That's really good. One of them is named Joe and one of them is named Alan. And that is just yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Oh, they will fit right into the headmasters dub. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> And that's my TF console. That's awesome. That is really awesome. Yes, um, you, you can post them with Metroplex. So Joe and Alan are hanging out with Phil. Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, I'll get uh, Fortress Maximus out, and Spaceship Bruce will be there too. Yeah, true. You said yes, you didn't think nice. you could get. A, you said you didn't think you could get anything for a decent price from Return of Convoy. Star Convoy is available at a pretty decent price. I'll be uh, at the reissue. No, 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 Actually, no, no, no. You can get you can cool. get the vintage for about the same price as the reissue. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he had one. Uh-huh. So he has, so he had, he has an unused one. I think it was five hundred. He had a decently boxed one for, or maybe less than two. But he has, I don't know if I doubt he had it at his table. But he has a store display, Star Convoy for seventeen hundred dollars. Oh wow, that is gorgeous, and it's gorgeous. I don't need it. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily fit my collection because it's not a retail. I mean, it's literally a retail piece because it's a retail display. But it's. I've got Star Convoy. <laughs> Yeah, but Star Convoy. If I was going to buy, that's a, that's a great place to to go. But like, I would get I would I would get Star Convoy, get one at a good price, and I love it. I'm jealous. All right, Matt. Next stop is Operation Combination. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't have anything. I was looking. Believe me, I, I was looking. I was honestly half expecting you to pull out a Battle Gaia. Um, no, I wasn't. I, no, I wasn't expecting Battle Gaia. I was expecting Lyokaiser. Oh, Lyokaiser. I, I thought don't have, you had a Lyokaiser. I don't have a Lyokaiser. Mm. I don't. Not yet. Well, now it's a race. Yeah. Yes, uh, Better buy f- one on the show, Brian. Filing that away for future use. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando next year, Brian. Start planning. Start saving. <laughs> cool. Sad Hilton. That's the good thing. Who's next? Rob? Uh, unfortunately, uh, 
uh, UPS is running late as is typical, so I did not get anything this week. And the stuff I'm the first thing that will come for me will be tomorrow, conveniently enough. So, okay. Brian, I guess it's you. Okay, two things, uh, th- four things. I mentioned two of them already. Um, couple or shipments from Mandarake, and I'll have two more shipments from Mandarake wait, next wait, wait. week. Uh, just before that, though, Wheel Jack 64S, does Brian have Rescue Force? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I do not. So, <laughs> wish I did. Uh, see- that that that's my perfect wish for a future Haslab is I want Leo Kaiser, and I want the stretch goals to be Rescue Force. I like that. So I have two box, two things from Mandrake. Oh wait, no, I've got Rescue Force. What the hell am I thinking? I, I, I yes, of course, I've got Rescue Force. I've got uh, what I I thought you were. Yeah, uh, you have some uncarded. I've got some. I've got two sets of Rescue Force. What I what I was. I sorry. I I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking uh, Guard City. Because my uh, yeah uh, yeah I was thinking like. No, yeah, of course I got. I've got a carded set and a loose set. So, Guard City and Battle Guy are so expensive. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's Matt. You and I have talked about this all the time about just staring at them all all day. With yeah, over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but neither of them are okay. So I, I've got a boxed uh, D sixty five blast off from the Ooh, Combatron. So neat. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, the box is okay. I mean, it's it's the box is fine. It's got nice shelf appeal. Uh, mm-hmm. The robot points are cut. Uh, toy, I opened it up. Looks great. Um, the reason about it, it was <laughs> the yen to dollar conversion is great right now. Mm-hmm. It is. It's and, the best I've seen it in my lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God bless. This is one that um, Mandarake shipped in an envelope. The next one. The next thing. Oh, no. I saw this on Twitter. There is some damage, but not tremendous amount. It's a, not an older, as old a piece, but it's a rarer piece. It is the 2007 Toys R Us promotional uh, world's smallest Bumblebee. So they had like wow. each each retail location in um, Japan had like 30 of these to give away to people who spent 5,000 yen or more on Transformers toys in 2007. Um, and there's a they got slightly crushed in the envelope. Mm. It's not oh, that bad. God. Yeah. So I, you know, honestly, when I saw it pop up on Mandarake, it was like, is that for a second? I thought it was the second issue of Bumblebee on the card from, from G1 from super robot life form, whatever. And I'm like, Holy crap, that price is ridiculous. So I bought it just on, because of the yen, the, con- the conversion rate is so good. And it, when I got it, I'm like, oh, wait, this is the world's smallest toy. And I didn't understand. I don't, I remember, I knew that there was a promotion. I just didn't, it didn't immediately come to mind. So I had to do some research. I'm like, oh, yeah, this came out in 07 and 30, 30 per location. So I can't imagine there's a ton of these. So I'm actually happier with this than if it was a carded um, release of Bumble, Bumblebee. But uh, yeah, it got crushed very slightly. Uh, that's what I got this week. Next week, I'm excited about something because it's going to complete a set. It's not. It's not. It's going to complete. It's not going to complete. It's not going to be the Happy Meal stuff, but it's going to complete. It is going to. Well, I mean, I will say this. Other than Lucky Draw, it will complete a set. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, one thing, and then I honestly forgot what the other. Oh, it's something. It's something. Chris, I may have this, but we'll find out. I got a great price on it. Hmm. Okay. Let's. Yeah, so uh, tfradio.net slash Amazon. Go buy something. It'll help us out, and it'll cost you nothing more. They have Black Zarek. Yeah, TF Radio. Uh, for 
for lower than normal Titan MSRP at the moment, actually. Yeah. Like 160 something, I think. I, th- uh, I, I thought we had. If a ch- they made like a ton of Black Xerix, or if it's just not selling that well. We got to make a certain amount. I think it's kind of low demand. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, do that. Also, our patrons at the touch tier, of course, uh, patreon.com slash TF radio. Uh, we thank our patrons as touched here each week, and you can be on History on the Fives. It's it's awesome. Uh, Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Emmett Stresovich, The Rabbits, Hector Bones, Ness, Joey Russell, Jay Klein Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, Boomer, Spider Bob, Tyrell Gwynn, Rick Mahurin, Blake Reynolds, Jason Tate, Eric Griffin, Angel Investors Sean I. Williamson, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Uh, you can find us at tfradio.net. Everything is there. Links, all that stuff. At TF Radio on Twitter. Like I said, I changed the, the name to RSC hashtag Elf on a Shell Former because we want to bring as much um, attention to that as possible. So, and I'm actually pretty excited about my Elf on a Shell Former pile so far. Um, the stuff that I'm collecting. I, I'm going to take a photo of it this week weekend and post it and tag it Elf on a Shell Former. But I'm going to have basically two piles. I think I co-mingled everything in the past. I'm going to do two. I'm going to do my personal. And then like if people donate, I would rather you donate locally. I would rather you go buy something. whether where I don't care where you get it, but drop it off locally to help someone in your local community. But if you can't, tfradio.net slash Elf, there's an Amazon wish list, which we draw zero referrals from. Uh, you can buy something, it'll come to me, and I'll donate it. But I would much rather you do this locally. I'm personally on Twitter at bkilby, on, on Instagram at Brian Kilby, and at briankilby.com. Posted a few episodes of Happy Daily over the last couple of days, recorded some videos. Uh, you can access the stuff there. Uh, you'll have to get the videos on Twitter or Facebook, but the, the podcast is at briankilby.com. Working on my Christmas album. We'll have that posted hopefully in about a month. Uh, Diecast, how do people get a hold of you? You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Refused by Diecast. And you can also see any of my reviews at youtube.com slash RFC reviews. Cool. Uh, Don. Uh, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. And I also about went into my uh, honeymoon wish list, which <laughs> you don't need anymore. Which I don't need anymore. So, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, just back on Twitter. Uh, I heard Hank. Uh, Ness in our Discord said, Speedia, your shell formers to a drop-off location. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Um, Chris. Um, you can find me uh, in our Discord, which we've uh, started expanding with some new sub-channels. I've, I added some channels. I didn't run it by Chris. I, it's fine. I, I mean... We kind of needed some extra channels, but it's just like, okay, how do we subdivide this in a way that makes sense? And the thing to do, as it turns out, was to just leave it alone until you came along and did something that made no sense, and we're just going to go with it. Yeah, exactly. So we, we have a specific channel for talking about Star Trek now, although I've kind of semi-officially said that's just going to be where we're talking about stuff we're watching. Yeah. That's just the general watching stuff channel. Uh, we have the new Soundwave channel, which is for video games, and we have um, Get the Skinny for talking about food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the um, It's a Don Deal uh, podcast channel has now become the It's a Don Deal buy sell trade channel. Yes. Uh, but if you've you know popped into the Discord before, want to talk about something particular, not necessarily Transformers, couldn't 
figure out if it was appropriate to do so. Well, I will tell you it is. And <laughs> there are now more channels to do that if you want to do so without uh, risking taking detracting from any like Transformers conversation or anything else going on. Yeah. And I'll say this. Our Discord is as, is as active as any Discord I'm on. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually really impressed by that. We have a great yeah. Discord. So yeah. you, oh, can, yeah. you yeah, you should come and join it. Don't ruin it, but come and join it. Uh, well, as you know, one of the uh, caretakers of the Discord, I can assure you, I will not allow you to ruin it. So if you come with bad intentions, you won't be staying long. Yes. Uh, as for me personally, uh, you can find my toy photography and related works at playwithphotography.com. Uh, I have a Patreon that kind of supports the things I'm doing and trying to get done at patreon.com slash playwithphotos. Uh, or I have an Amazon wishlist at tfradio.net slash chrislist, and uh, either of those things helps me out a lot if you are in the position and so inclined to do so. Yeah, cool. Uh, Rob? Okay, well, like you said, I'm on History on the Fives whenever uh, that gets posted. Um, I've been having a good time. Uh, time. I'm not, I'm not, that's more in line with my having to flake on it uh, at, at any given time than, you know, hurry up and post, Brian. I, I no, it's not. That. I need to, I, I need to catch up on posting. I, I, okay. I mean, porque no los dos. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. History on the fives happens when it happens, but it's a good time. It is a good time. Yeah. So, uh, uh we had like a, we had like a, an hour pre-show conversation this week that I didn't record. I may have to start recording that because some of that was pretty good. Oh, cool. As, uh, as, uh, you know, a longtime podcaster myself, yes, record absolutely everything and yes. just be discreet in what you actually release, but always have the material available if there's something you can do with it. Mm -hmm. Makes sense to me. But yeah, uh, besides that, you can find me on Twitter at Rob Flails, which is the Twitter for Flail Throughs, my uh, YouTube channel. I got to do something uh, special this week. I got to get a special preview of uh, this week's uh, four star mobile suit being added to Gundam Battle Operation 2. So you can see a rundown of the Sinanju Stein and its various special abilities on my channel now. That has racked up like at least 8,500 views in one day. Nice. Awesome. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy with how that came out. And many thanks to Bandai Namco Entertainment for letting me do that. And uh, there will be an update video as usual at the, uh, tomorrow, though. I, it's not going to have a lot of surprises because there's, we know the, this week's uh, mobile suits, the Sinanju Stein and the Halloween giveaway is the Zedazaku. So not, not a lot of uh, surprises, but whatever we see, we'll, uh, we'll talk about. But YouTube.com slash flailthroughs if, if Gundam gaming is your thing, especially uh, GBO2. And uh, if you uh, like what I'm doing over there, patreon.com slash flailthroughs is where you can request specific rounds in the game with a given mobile suit and weapon combination and color. And uh, tfradio.net slash claylist is my Amazon wish list, which I probably need to update at some point. Yeah, I've started slowly trying to update mine since we're getting to the holiday season and it's you know almost begging time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do want to say also just because I because it's nice to actually be able to do this this year. Uh, I just ordered a couple more uh, entry-grade Gundam models for my Elf on the Shelf board on Wormer Pop. Awesome! Yeah, so I'm, I'm, try I'm trying to build up a decent stack of those of different, uh, different Gundams and, and what I can get my hands on to, because I think those are going to be fantastic because they require no special skills, no cutters, no tools, no paint. You can just put them together right out of the box and get a little action figure, so... I, I'm I'm hoping that there are kids out there that will be excited about those as I am. So I'm going to spread them around if I can. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Anything else? Did I get everybody? 
think that's everybody. Sweet. Okay. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Good night, everybody. Take care, all. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Radio Free Cybertron, the original Transformers internet radio show since 1999. 100% 100% girlfriend free since 1999.